Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Bess and Erica's Rock and Roll Music Hour. I'm Erica. And I'm Bessie, and we're always happy to come back and entertain you people and let you hear what we're doing on our podcast and get you set up for the next one coming up very soon. Indeed. Um, I'm excited that I've finally got back in the groove of doing these because we had a little break for my uh, Pretty Boy Floyd release, which it's still <laughs> available on um, my website. So go to www.ericacase.com and you can get it there for free download. And it's on SoundCloud. So it's SoundCloud slash Floyd Landing. So I'm still promoting that. This past week was Record Store Day, which was really exciting if you didn't have to work. <laughs> I did, <laughs> and it sucked, but um, I hope everybody had a great Record Store Day and had a lot of fun at all the uh, participating local record stores around town, like Grimey's, Groove, etc. Yeah, so I hope everybody had a great time, and um, I put out something every year, and this year I put out my David Bowie cover that I did two podcasts ago, um, Suffragette City. So if you didn't hear it, it's still available for free to download on my SoundCloud, but if you picked one of those up on Record Store Day, thank you so much. Um, I had a couple fans, new fans, contact me on Twitter uh, showing me that they picked theirs up, and I thought that was so cool. So um, again, Thank you so much to Grimey's, as always, for being awesome and letting me do all my releases there. And thank you to all the people that picked it up. Um, on this episode, we are doing our first phone interview, and I was really excited to start doing those. And side note, if you are a musician or artist locally or non-locally, anybody that wants to be featured on my podcast, just contact me. Um, you can contact me at my personal email, which is E-R-I-C-A-S-E-6-6 at gmail.com. So um, if you want to be featured on my show, contact me there. But uh, we have a special guest tonight, and it's our first phone interview, and his name is Ethan Shane, and he's been a friend of mine for about five years now. He played on my EP, Give Me Some, back in 2012. He played on uh, Just You and No One Else Lives There, which are two of my favorite acoustic songs that I did, and he did some amazing work on them. So I'm really excited to have him as our first phone guest. He's here to talk with us about his debut EP, and it's called Onion Radio. And he recorded it here in Nashville with uh, Justin Kirkland, which is one of our mutual friends and local music entrepreneur. And he's recorded a lot of local Nashville bands. Um, and yeah, and he helped me record my EP too. So let's uh, let's go on over to the phones. Hello. Hey, what's up? What's up, Erica? <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. What have you been doing? I've been working on this this next album that's supposed to be the follow up for Onion Radio. Oh, really? And I'm probably I'm probably going to release a single beforehand, just because the process is taking a long time. I'm like I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. But I'm trying. I'm trying to add a lot more to what I'm trying to do. You know, I kind of want it to be like in comparison to Onion Radio. I want it to be like like Onion Radio is like a chicken nugget. And this next album is going to be like a huge T-bone steak, you know, like it's going <laughs> to yeah. be a lot more, you know, yeah, it's a lot more to digest, but it's coming along, man. It's coming along slowly, but surely, man. Yeah, definitely. I'm, 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 it's one of those people, I think I've, we're up to like 20 something songs and I'm going to start chipping away probably in the next month or so. I'll chip away at some of them and start putting the final touches, but. It's a lot longer of a process just because I'm trying to do everything by myself, like yeah. all the parts, you know, with Onion Radio, it was just like keyboard and guitar and that was it. Yeah. 
so it was a little it was a little easier to you know do pretty quick this is like you know all the parts <laughs> literally i'm trying to do like a whole band basically oh shit so on this <laughs> next album you're gonna do like drums and like bass and, like, yeah there's okay. yeah there's gonna be it's gonna be like a full band sound for sure I'm I'm still working out the kinks of drum stuff because it's probably going to be more of like percussion sound. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's a work in progress, man. I'm excited about it. The uh, the single I'm probably going to have done. It's pretty much already done. It should be done, and I would say the next by like midsummer, late summer. I'm going to try to get that out, and then focus on getting the the rest of the album out by the end of the year. Nice. A lot of the progress so far, and just the album. Is that we've been slowly moving in like weird instruments into his house. Like it was like a, two months ago, I found this like really really nice piano on Craigslist for like nothing. You know, it was like a hundred bucks. Oh, that's awesome. We went and got that, and we moved that into the into the studio. And I found like this little weird toy box piano thing that was like a really interesting like little antique toy thing. And we got that in the studio and. We're trying to add things as much as we can to the elements you know, out there, so it's like I can just kind of bring like one guitar and everything's already out there, you know, basically. Yeah, that's so cool. I love the idea of like putting like weird like little instruments on songs and stuff. So. Yeah, man, it's it's like I said, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a whole lot more of a sound as far as like a soundscape, you know, is considered. Like I'm I'm pretty excited about some of it, man. Yeah, well, that's really cool. Like I'm excited too because. I mean, I really liked, obviously, the stripped-down sound and stuff and, like, you know, just between guitars and a keyboard and, like, you know, whatever, like, other kind of, like, weird little instruments you can put and stuff. But, like, it'll be cool to hear you, like, do a whole band, especially since you're doing it all by yourself, so. Yeah, it was, like, a transition for me at one point because, like, when I started the album, I was, like, I'm going to get, like, some really bass track ideas down and then I'm going to bring in a bunch of my friends, you know, and people that I've known throughout, the you know, these these last few years and just basically kind of randomly stick them in as needed and not really tell you the details. Well, that's really cool. Um, uh, if you don't mind, I would want to, like, kind of ask you a couple, like, interview questions. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Cool, cool. Um, all right, so where are you originally from? Is it Nashville? I honestly don't know the answer to this question. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm from Nashville. I'm from here in Nashville, uh, Born and raised in the in like the South Nashville side of things, but um, we uh, we moved around you know a few times, but we kind of stayed in the same neighborhood basically the whole <laughs> up to this point. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of bouncing around as you know when I was like between like seventeen and nineteen, I did a little bit of bouncing around, you know, like working like stupid odd end jobs and goofy yeah. things. But <laughs> Nashville's home. Yeah. Something that drives you crazy is, like, so many people move here to, like, do music, and it sucks because all of us that are, like, people that already grew up here and lived here, like, are just fighting against all these other out-of-towners. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely strange. Um, my mother, she was, like, um, a house singer at Tootsie's, like, way back when Broadway was just, like, a slum town, like, strip, and um, that lady that actually used to run the bar, I can't remember her name, um she used to like babysit me and stuff and the scene used to be totally different like some of my first memories are like hanging out down there and like remembering the music and remembering the players and um it was just a totally different scene you know like 
you can go down there any time. It was like a ghost town. You know, you might have like a few old people at a bar drinking, yeah. you know, smoking cigarettes or something, but that was it, you know? I know it's crazy. And you know, it's, it's slowly transitioned to like this artist pumping out machine down there where they're cookie cutting basically what they want out of people. And that's all that's being heard and that's all that's being allowed, yeah. you know, to be pushed. So it's it's kind of unfortunate, you know. A lot of people are probably going over in their graves, but <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> I think the best thing you can probably do is just try to accept certain things because I feel like we spend so much of our time. Like I used to spend so much of my time just being like, "Where are these fucking assholes coming from? <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. What makes them think that this is what is cool? You know, like oh, you, yeah. you, you let me get this straight. You want to like develop a group and." You just want to sell things like there's no root to that, you know, they, but at the same time, it's kind of like, as I'm getting a little older, it's like, man, everybody has their day. I, I, whenever I was, you know, whenever I first started playing music around town, I just wanted to play music down, you know, like and play live and play. Like I didn't really care what I played. Now it's kind of like, I don't really even really care if people hear what I, I do. You know, it's more like a, a, a personal journey, you know, like I do things for my own reason coinciding with all that um how long have you been playing and what was like the point where you're like i want to do music and this is like my life oh uh, okay let's think <laughs> so i was always really musical like naturally you know like my mom used to always sing you know like I said when i was a kid she was a house singer for a bunch of places so right. i started really i tried to sing you know as a kid like i'd try to sing anything mm-hmm. and um so that got me into like a few choirs and um, I started playing like really goofy um, instruments like really young. Like uh, I played French horn in like the fifth grade and, <laughs> you know, it got me, that actually got me into um, an art magnet school because uh, they thought I was really good. And uh, that kind of sparked everything They got me rolling down this path because I got to the school and I loved French horn at the time. Mm-hmm. and uh i hated i wound up hating the teacher they, we just bumped heads all the time yeah. and long story short um i tried to like default out of the class and switch over to chorus oh, okay. and uh stayed in chorus for like six months and was just really bored didn't really like it, it was the same way i was just kind of bored with it wasn't really interested yeah wasn't really clicking for me and um one day I was like, you know, in the process of being kicked out of the class and, uh, I, they, the teacher told me to go sit outside in the hallway and I heard some guitars strumming down the hall and, um, I was like, what is that? You know? And cause I mean, at the time I was like, there's no way we have guitars in this building. You know, like we don't have guitar class. What is this? Somebody's playing right. a concert in here. <laughs> and, uh, so I walked down the hall and sure enough, there's like, you know, a group of like six, seven kids in there with like little cheap acoustic guitars that the city had paid for. And it's just really, this really cool guy that was like wanted to be the teacher. And that got me, like basically I did not leave that room until the school board like had to get involved and totally rearranged my schedule to like fit guitar basically all the time. I started writing a lot, really, really, really young and um, I started trying to figure out ways to transition my writing into the musical side of stuff. So by the time I was like 17 or 18, 
I was like, okay, I need to figure out a way to record. Like, I want to record this stuff. Mm. And, um, yeah, my mom, she chipped in some money. She wasn't even, like, living here at the time, and she did it, like, as a surprise. But she called uh, this, like, little studio that used to be above Cafe Coco. Oh, really? Um, I think it was called The Fishbowl. Hmm. And um, I got to cut a little demo in there, and um, that was, like, the first of, like, the recording world. And um, I, I uh, grew up with um, Josh Whitfield, and um, we had done some, like, home recordings around at the same time, but um, nothing, like, you know, kind of, like, legitimate, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, that that kind of sparked the interest even more, like, okay, now I want to get into this even more, you know? And next thing you know, I was, like, living, you know, anywhere I could record, I would basically just try to live there as long as I could. I literally am super blessed, honestly, when it comes to... The, the journey thus far because I mean up until like like two years ago man like I hardly even had any instruments you know I hardly had anything like yeah. you know if you wanted me to track keyboard you should probably figure out a way to have a keyboard there whenever I get there you know because <laughs> I don't have a keyboard you know but now it's kind of like you know things are falling into place I wanted to talk a little bit about the album that you came out with Onion Radio and um, I just kind of wanted to say well, I wanted to tell you my favorite songs on it. <laughs> and then I wanted to, um, I guess, just, like, have you, like, talk a little bit about the entirety of the album. Um, I mean, well, I like all the songs, but uh, I guess, like, when I was listening to it again today, I think, like, my favorite might be between uh, Phil and uh, Something Special. Those are yeah, really um... my favorites. Yeah, they're... All of them, they're... they're they all... That whole body it was supposed to kind of be one of those things where it's kind of like it flows in and out of itself right entirely so you kind of you get like a full picture you know as a, when you listen to the album but um it all came from like a really sentimental place where i was kind of trying to like go to like figuring out who i was at that point in writing you know i felt like up to onion radio i was trying to do a lot of stuff that i really wasn't even sure of in myself mm-hmm. and um it was like the first time I kind of like looked in the mirror essentially in a few ways and tried to get some stuff down like, you know, that was a little bit more personal, but still like, you know, not like just, you know, sludging it out there for people, you know, but, um, right. um, Phil is like the, the strangest, probably the strangest one on the song of the, of the album. Yeah. It really like is an outlier to the rest of the album. Like it's completely different than I think anything on there. Yeah, and I was, the the goal originally when I decided to put it on, and I was like, I'm going to put it on, I'm going to I'm gonna keep it on the album, I'm going to put it the, as the last song, because I wanted the whole album to kind of sound like this acoustic, really pretty, everything's kind yeah. of like really pretty and melodic, and then feels like really brash and, you know, kind of harsh, and, and it leads, it, you know, it kind of has that electric feel, you know, even though it's very like demo-esque, and um, I kind of wanted it to be like a, you know, in, um, an entry or an intro kind of to this next idea since everything was going to be started, starting to transition over to electric, yeah. you know, instruments and a little bit more instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was trying to like, you know, essentially that was the, the original idea, but it, it, it's one of those like, <laughs> the song is kind of morbid, like it has a really strange story behind it, but is it a I, true story? Because I was like listening to the words. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a true story. Um, I, uh, I when I was when I was working at Oshi one day, um, 
downtown, I was walking like uh, in this building essentially to drop off some flowers, and I walked by this guy, like he's sitting on a bench, mm-hmm. like totally minding his business, you know, like reading a book, and uh, go in, deliver the flowers, come back out. He's like crushed underneath a car, you know, people are freaking out, pandemonium all around, you know, um, panic. It was really strange because, like, it was, like, almost like my whole world just stopped for a second, like, to, like, process everything around me at that moment. And I'll never forget, like, you know, recognizing that this guy was obviously dead. This car just hit him. He was here. Now he was gone. Or now he's gone. And it was really interesting to see how people reacted in that moment. Like, that's what really stuck with me. That's crazy. I, like, processed it. Like, like I wanted to um, write a song about the guy. Like, I had met I had met a couple people that day that had told me a little bit about the guy. And um, he, it was like it was literally his last day on the streets. He had just been at home. He had been approved for a house. Oh, my God. He was going to be off the street the next day. So it was, like, the, uh, the final point. You know, I was kind of, like, trying to lead it into the next thing you know yeah. in some weird way well i really like that i thought that was it was very it was like a cool surprise and also um the album up until you get to feel the sound of like the acoustics and all the little tiny little chord progressions you hear in the background and all those things together it i love it and i i really just like the way that you play guitar and i guess it i didn't know that like you were really honestly classically trained like that so obviously i think a lot of your um, like very intricate orchestrated playing comes through that. And that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of layers, man. Anybody that's yeah. recorded with you can tell you, or w- w- recorded with me can tell you like, it's, it's kind of hard for me sometimes to like stop, honestly. Cause like, yeah, <laughs> I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll start adding like, I mean, whenever I do guitar tracks, I literally don't do like one or two. I do like, you know, like five. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like five, five to 10 probably per part. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, depending on what, like, how, how much I want really going on. Yeah, I know, because on uh, my songs or whatever, there's, when I listen to them every time, there's so many layers, and it's like, I love it, like, I love, like, all the little tiny notes that you put on Just You, and no one else loves there, and especially at the end of Just You, there's, like, one of your guitar parts looped at the end of it, and it just, like, it's so crisp and, like, perfect, <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and like, I know like, what I'm talking about. It's awesome. Yeah, man. It's well. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll like. i every time. Uh, every time I, I get a chance to like listen to that stuff, man. I'm like, man. It, it's so. It's so strange to hear it because, like, I, I just. I, I remember really trying to do as best as I could, but it was such a horrible time in my life <laughs> to like yeah. do do just about anything for anybody else. Yeah. Well, like, like listening to it back, it's like. Damn, I hope she likes it sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, no, I hope I she really that. likes it. No, I really do. And, like, I I wanted to... I don't know if I ever really, like, officially thanked you for, like, doing that. So, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you, man. You know, like I said, it's just... That's part of it for me, you know? I want to I want to be a part of it as much as I can, you know, in some way. So, yeah. well, that's I, just, I you know, it. It, becomes, it becomes part of the path, you know? Right. Yeah, so I'm like I said, like just you is like I still think it's my most favorite song I've ever written. But yeah, so I guess like to close this like really awesome phone interview, like this is the first time I've done a phone interview, so I'm very excited about it. <laughs> awesome. So well, you're I'm, my first. I'm, I'm, I feel, yeah, I feel special. I'm the first. Yeah, first phone interview. I'm so excited. Just my last question is just uh, I want you to just tell people where they can find you on the internet and if you're playing anywhere around coming up. Okay. Um, well, um, 
I'm not. I haven't. I don't have anything booked as far as yet, as far as the live sets go. Mm-hmm. Um, I am about to start um, now that my whole life has kind mm-hmm. of retransitioned in the last like six months, essentially. So I'm hoping to uh, get back into like the songwriting circuits and um, you know doing you know the live like songwriter you know stuff around town. So I'll yeah. be I'll be jumping into Cafe Coco and. Yeah. A few other places, like uh, what's that place? Uh, I think it's out by you. It's Kimbros. Oh yeah, thing. dude, I played there a couple weeks ago. I, we love Kimbros. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some good there's some really good places that you know they're they're great avenues anyway. It's just you know that's kind of the places I want to focus on is the people that are a little more interested and focused on wanting to listen to you anyway. Yeah, well, when you do, but, um, um, let me know like when you're going to play at Kimbros because like we love going there and it would be cool to play on the same night and stuff. Yeah, um, and then as far as on the internet stuff goes, I have a, a Facebook page and uh, a Bandcamp as well that uh, you can get a link to the Onion Radio stuff and all that from there. But um, it's all through uh, com backslash the Ethan Shane Project. And then um, I believe the Bandcamp one is... Um, www.bandcamp.com backslash the Ethan Shane Project. Nice. And um, I'm going to have, uh, like I said, I'm going to have that single out hopefully by like mid-July. I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of hoping to try to get the the next one out. And then hopefully my, the, the, the finishing touches should be completely done by like Christmas. Sweet. That's if like all else fell. Yeah. If I don't like die and I don't kill Kirkland <laughs> in the process of, of mixing this thing because his poor he, he's I, I feel so bad for Kirkland dude because I've literally made like a mountain of music that he has to like sift through now and oh, mix. I can't even imagine like <laughs> like it's it, it's bad yeah like I said we're gonna have to we're gonna have to chip away some at this whole crazy mountain I've been made but yeah um yeah it, it, it's all gonna come together it's and that the actual full length um, album will be called um, Mumbleable. And then the uh, the first single that I'm going to put out, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to do like I did with the Onion Radio. It'll obviously, once it's out, it'll always be free. Nice. And um, I'll be distributing it, you know, personally to some of the local shops around town. Yeah. Um... So um, I do like, you know, like right now, I've been at, uh, what is it? It's uh uh, fond object over in East Nashville, and I do uh, I do I drop off CDs over at um, the Red Bicycle over here in town, off of uh, Nonsville Road in South Nashville. It's by Funnel Lux, and there's also um, a couple other little record shops over in uh, East Nashville. I think it's called a uh, Groove or something. something yeah, Groove. Groove. And then Grimies, of course. I try oh, to drop course. stuff off every every few months, but um, <laughs> yeah, the. The single will be, you know, obviously in in the circulation physically, I and mean, then on the online Sweet. here in the next few months, and this as you know, likewise with the uh, the actual album itself. What did you say the single was called? Oh, the single actually is going to be called "It's Always Something." Okay, nice. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's it's going to be cool, man. It's it's going to be cool. <laughs> it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of work, but like I said, it's just. It's been a whole nother, you know, angle as far as like the world of the work goes because, you know, like, like I said, I want it to be, I want it to be really enjoyable in a lot of ways. 
So, yeah. and I want it to kind of, I want it to be challenging. Like, holy shit, man, did this guy do all that? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> so, well, I'm excited. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for you. And I'm excited awesome. for everyone to hear it. Thanks so much for being my first phone interview. <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to, to that we had you on our show. Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Nope. Yeah, have a wonderful <laughs> evening. I will talk to you later. You too. All right. Bye-bye. That was a great interview. Next up, we're going to be featuring one of Ethan's songs off of Onion Radio, and I chose to feature his song, Phil, because it's my favorite. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, next up, we're going to be doing the covers that we planned for tonight, since we always do one each show. I did Lime Tree by Bright Eyes, and it's one of my favorite Bright Eyes songs, and probably one of my most favorite songs in general. Um, and it means a lot to me, so I really hope you enjoyed it. I worked really, really hard on it. So, yeah.
off to my grandmother to let her tell you what she did. I did one of um, Eddie Arnold's old songs called I'll Walk Alone and I hope you enjoy it. i 
but I always enjoy singing, and I've been doing it so long that I'd be lost if I couldn't do it. And I enjoy every one of these podcasts to be sitting here to entertain you fans and people on our internet that listen to our uh, podcast shows. And uh, Erica is my granddaughter, and I am so proud of all the things she does, and she has me included in her uh, podcast. And it's just a great, wonderful relationship with our music and all the stuff we can do, and now I'm going to turn it back to Erica. Well, thank you. That was really sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have a great time. I'm so glad that we could do this together, and I'm just really happy that we started this in general. I had this idea uh, back last year. It's Actually, it's our one-year anniversary, so whoo. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been doing these for a year in um, February, actually. So one-year anniversary for us. So yeah, um, I had that idea back last year, and I just thought it would be really fun to do, and everybody that I listened to was doing a podcast, so I was like, you know what, this would be a great idea. So I'm actually really excited that we started doing it because it's gotten us a lot of listens, and a lot of exposure and I love that so thanks for doing it with me and I'm glad you have a good time but once again uh thank you to everyone who listens to our podcast if you're a new guest if you're an old guest if you're new I hope you come back and if you're a old guest I hope that you continue to listen because we really appreciate it um so thanks so much for listening and you can find me and my grandmother and all of us at www.ericacase.com and we'll see you next time mm-hmm.